0: Welcome to Occasionally Awesome. I'm Nick Youssef. I'm Kevin Christie. Uh, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, any new
1: dog news? Um, uh, got c- Cub refuses refused to eat his prescription food. So I thought you
0: got the best pills in the world that like have little pockets in them. And no, you no, no, that's his
1: pills. So He'll eat his pills. But the food, he had prescription food. Like, oh. pre, like doctor prescribed food Jesus. that you have to order from a site then they send an email to your vet and the vet says yeah sure and then they mail it to you. Yeah. you stop liking that. Well because
0: he was eating the equivalent of like uh, Mastro's I don't do steakhouse for food and now he's I like what's his doctor food man? Yeah I guess Give it wasn't Give me was back to good. my fucking uh, Michelin Michelin rated He started to push His
1: food away With his nose Which was So infuriating I'll bet And just really Now he's back On his other food Dude that's
0: a sign Right there The dog's in good health <laughs> I guess Where he's yeah. being picky Where He's like I ain't eating this shit Cause I thought When I said How's your dog You were gonna be like Another test He did. Well, uh, I sold my car. He was (laughs) looking weird, so I did take him in. They gave him some blood tests. Nothing was wrong.
1: He (laughs) was looking weird. You know what it was? He didn't like the food he was eating. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. He wasn't. When they, when, if you look up, like, my dog's not eating, it's a bat. Don't ever
0: Google it. They're like, death. It's always like kidney failure. Yeah. It's like like, if you have, like, uh, uh, any sort of, like, a weird rash or a yeah. like a, what looks like a mosquito bite in your shirt and then you, you web MD that and they're like, you're dying of AIDS tomorrow. Yeah, I took him in. They gave him some blood tests and they told me it cost me $500 to find out he's doing better. Dude, fuck. So that, speaking good. of which, and the reason I ask is because I'm probably going to get a dog soon. Yeah. I know. I've, I've wanted one for years, obviously, but like I keep saying I don't have the time. I'm traveling, this and that, but I'm like, that's so I'm, I'll never get a dog yeah. or I get one and I just figure it out. Yeah So I'm gonna get one To figure it out Get a beagle My best friend just got one And I was like Fuck dude I gotta get a dog For the best I'm gonna look tomorrow And then when I come back Just to text town, Whitney Cummings Alright <laughs> She texts you the
1: 11 dogs That she knows of That needs homes Like right now Maybe actually Maybe I will do that
0: Dude But I feel like She's gonna They're all pit bulls Or something. like but Just say like I don't I can't have a large dog I need a medium dog Medium Well dog. trained Kind of <laughs> rad Dude she'll, There's so many rescues Yeah, they have that dog. Yeah, I'm going to go to this rescue place on Fairfax that my friend got his from. Okay. Yeah, so it starts now. (laughs) Um, Speaking of out of town, I'm going to um, the improv, uh, Lake Tahoe improv this week, August 31st through September 4th. Sunny and hot, man. Me chilling on a lake okay riding a bike around town right doing some shows bears uh that's a city no one's from so i don't know why i <laughs> bother telling people i'm going there yeah although someone today on twitter was like hey want to hang out when you're in tahoe i'm like what <laughs> who are you <laughs> and i guess they live there or in reno yeah or something um so maybe random person i don't know who you yeah. are some chick um and then, uh, West Palm Beach, Florida, September 15th through 17th. Uh, and then I'm going to be in New York, September 18th through the 21st performing at the stand, New York comedy club, a few other venues, all of that's being figured out. I'll, I'll, update it all. Um, when I have the days and then Raleigh, North Carolina, September 22nd through the 24th and then Houston improv in oct- early October. NickUCF.com for all the details and ticket links. Come to some of those shows, you guys. <laughs> uh, um, and yeah, that's that. Uh, for now. So there you go. What do you got? Uh, you got on the eleventh of the ninth month of the year? Yeah, I just found a better way to Masters say. Masters of sex premieres. Nine <laughs> eleven, you guys. I Never forget. That it's premiering <laughs> 9/11.
1: Um, on 9-11. Oh, boy. And then after that, oh, and then yeah, after that, I go to a different show. Um, what show? Oh, the new 24. Nice. Yeah.
0: That premieres after the Super Bowl. Um, also nice. Yeah. And then uh, you get the new material show, which moved to Tuesdays. Oh, yeah, our, show, our Sunday, Neil Brennan Friends, is now on Tuesdays. Uh my new material show is this Wednesday the thirty first. Uh Chris D'Elia is on it, many others. Uh comedy store.com for tickets. Um it'll be a good show. 8 p.m. to like nine thirty. Come watch everyone do new stuff and uh figure out some shit, man. And then uh that's that. Oh. So this episode is one of a series. <laughs> episode two of a series. Yeah. <laughs> um the first one was fun, so we're like, "Let's do more and yeah. bring some guests back, yeah one of our guests that's more
1: thorough at making lists <laughs> than anyone ever <laughs> Brendan, clearly back because you're back you yeah. you take a list seriously the, I take it seriously I, great. it's a job it's interesting that it's you don't a work at job. BuzzFeed. <laughs> Because, I mean, oh, you, yeah. you crush a list.
2: I'm too old to work at That's BuzzFeed. That's not true. They would, could, they, would, they would, there's a, my crystal is blinking. <laughs> they would not allow me in the building. There's no way that they would let me in BuzzFeed. That's Buzz not feed. true. As I long as you true. can
0: write the to the demographic. I could do that. They don't know, it's not like you're, no, yeah, I don't think they'd care. No one's going to care.
2: See, I—that's I, just my internal voice. It's like you're yeah. too old, you're over yeah. the hill. Yeah, yeah. don't even no, bother. Man. That's I in think, your head. I think you could meat.
1: be like dead meat. <laughs> like like Buzzfeed at large, and you'd they they would appreciate what you have to offer. I feel
2: like I would get the dirty looks like I do when I walk into like accidentally walk into Urban Outfitters.
1: Ooh. I walked into an Urban Outfitters last on Tuesday night. And Which one? I'm, the one in Santa Monica off the Promenade. Yeah, <laughs> I I felt pretty fucking old, man. The vibe was not solid for me. Like, it's not even... It's not so much the customers, the employees... It's the employees. ...are an amount of years younger than me.
2: Yes. That's awkward.
1: And because it's their job to say hi... Everyone else, you're right. just, no one's looking at anybody. They
2: don't say hi to me. Oh, okay. They just see someone in the, in his mid to late 40s and they're like, <laughs> get out of here. Yeah. yeah. I shouldn't be in there anyway, but sometimes they do have
0: articles yeah. of clothing that are okay. Right, Or they look at you and they're like, oh, the regional manager's here. <laughs> like, he's coming to crack down. Shit, we're on Undercover Boss. Right.
3: <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. get back to our station hey, Can I talk
2: to you guys for a second, uh,
0: Dan? Why don't you just take care of the register, Tina? <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I'm, I'm, Tina, you're fired. To- <laughs> <laughs> just go in go nervous enough, and just fire people. Yeah, see if you
1: could fire someone without telling it, without actually working yeah. there. I feel like it'd work.
2: Yeah, I'd be like, I'm going to have to ask you to take the rest of the day off. Yeah, you know, I was at the score, and that, that mm. place runs pretty well. This one, it doesn't. I, I'm seeing <laughs> yeah. a lot of things that are unfolded right now. Right. That is unacceptable. <laughs> that would be really fun. Yeah. No,
1: I felt I felt real old in there. I didn't like it. <laughs> and it's only going to get worse. But whatever. Um. So we have two lists Uh, that you came up with, essentially. They, mm-hmm. were, they were your premises. hmm the first list we're going to start with is songs you would put on a Wes Anderson soundtrack. Absolutely, yeah. He's—I mean, he's do we want to do that one first? What's your What's your preference? I, I,
2: I mean, I'm just chomping at the bit to talk about Wes okay. Anderson movies because that's his music, his use of music in solid. his movies is so solid. I can
1: tell you one fact about uh, uh, Rushmore. But John Hughes told me when he saw Rushmore, it made him mad. The John was, Hughes, the John Hughes. He's when he saw Rushmore, it made him mad because it was so good. And he said, he said, that's the movie I was trying to make the whole time. Wow, that it, really? Yeah, he watched Rushmore. and Was like, fuck, he did it. Wow. Like it, because w- Rushmore is perfect. Perfect. Rushmore is
2: perfect. But I'm it gonna- also <laughs> sold me on Wes Anderson yeah. because his use specifically. Of a Who song in that movie blew my mind. It's mm-hmm. one of my favorite movie-going experiences of all time. When he used the Who's "A Quick One" while he's away, the live version. This is deep nerd stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. The live version from the Rolling Stones' Rock and Roll Circus in that movie, and I—no one had ever done that. You can tell it's amazing. That Wes Anderson's a deep cuts guy. He's like, a deep nerd. He goes far. He,
1: he goes he,
0: far. He, he does, does go by Wes Deep Cut Anderson. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. DC. I saw him at a bus stop once DC. in New York. Me and my
1: friend, and we were both like, "Shit, that's Wes Anderson." Like in New, Is New it York. He's at a bus stop. He was at like. I think he was waiting for a, a, a car service. Okay. But he was near a bus stop. We were near a bus stop. In a full corduroy He uh, was suits. wearing a corduroy jacket. Yeah. Yeah. He Damn. had on suede consistent. Clark wallabies. And we were like, fuck, that's, yeah. that's Wes Anderson being so Wes Anderson right now. That's amazing. Yeah, that's like funny. had like a, a canvas bag.
2: we were like, fuck. He's consistent. And that, and the, mm-hmm. part of the reason that I wanted to talk about like, make up your own Wes Anderson movie, use three songs, whatever. Because once you crack the code of what he's all about, it's kind of easy to plug and play. Well, it's, it's like his his tastes are so specific. Yeah. And they're not hard to discover. You he know? likes to put,
1: he likes to put what he thinks are normal intellectuals in a weird place. Sure. And then they're like this place is so weird, but then you meet the weird people that you grow to love. Seems kind
2: of like that. And he loves mid-60s psychedelic music. Yeah. And then the eclectic not even morning becomes eclectic yeah, artist. No. Yeah,
1: I just—I mean, I—I just, I like that he just used punk a lot too. Yeah, like a cool movie for smart people or whatever, and you're like, oh, the Clash! Thank God. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think I, in a weird way, I think he gets like he because you can make fun of him a little because it's like kind of the whitest shit ever. He gets a little undervalued for how good he actually is. He's made a lot of good movies.
2: Wes Anderson. Yeah. We're still talking about... Yeah, Absolutely. Talking about- I, talking-
0: d- I, don't ag- I disagree. You're not
2: a Wes Anderson fan.
0: I kind of gave up on watching the movies a while. I think the last one I saw was Fantastic Mr. Fox. That was So you good. didn't see Budapest? Uh, no, I liked Fantastic Mr. Oh, Fox. Okay. That's what I'm saying, but that's the last one I saw. And then... Um, well no I guess let me I'm trying to look at the order that came in Budapest gave up on that 15 minutes 20 wow. minutes in all right uh Moonrise Kingdom didn't even bother see I like that one a lot Life Aquatic I, I saw too. and I was like uh but then Mr Fox I saw cuz it was like that claymation, we're well not claymation, but whatever. Stop motion. stop motion animation is what it was, and I was yeah. like, "Oh, that could be good," and that was pretty good. But I just Darjeeling Limited didn't even bother. That was I didn't care for that one. I don't see everyone, but one. I
1: do. I, I love the Royal Tantan Bombs. I love it. That was a really good one. And I love.
0: I mean, obviously, yeah. With Rushmore. Yeah, early Wes Anderson. Fuck yeah, I love Bottle Rocket too. After that, I was just like, I mean, Life Aquatic and Moonrise and Budapest. I was just like, I don't care. I don't... And it wasn't even like, I hate the guy. I'm just... Grand Budapest, I tried twice to watch that movie. And then I was like, fuck... The second time I I vocally was like, fuck you. And I turned (laughs) it off. (laughs) I don't even know what I said, fuck you Do you remember the moment where you said, fuck you? I was just like one of the nine perfectly framed Instagram-looking shots of like doors opening and people not saying anything and just staring... I was like, I don't care. Like, get to it faster. This is stupid. If the aesthetic bugs you, then you're not yeah, going you to be in. you have buy to in. buy into the aesthetic. You have to buy in. I like the, like, it looks pretty, but yeah. I'm like, I don't, I'm not looking, I'm not in a museum. I'm watching a movie. So, like, fine, look pretty, but, like, let's go, you know? And it just wasn't going. Wow. Uh, you I didn't see I mean? that one. I don't, yeah.
1: I you know what's interesting You didn't see Budapest. So did no, it get good? I don't it, love, that's good.
2: I love it. I, don't I really love it. I cuz I while I, well, I like movie. Wes Anderson,
1: I don't love Jason Schwartzman. Like he's not while he was perfect in in Rushmore. Yeah. I'm not super into him after that. So if it feels to be a a Schwartzman heavy Wes Anderson movie, I kind of am not super fired up about it. Well, right. I, you
2: know, not to defend Budapest, but I love movies where I see the where I feel like the actors are having a good time. Mm-hmm. Right. That always reads to me. Right. Yeah. And I watch Ray Fiennes in that, and I'm thinking that guy's having a lot of fun for sure. Yeah. And so I got hooked in to that movie that way. Yeah. He Totally sold me because it felt like he's free. He's getting to do something kind of silly and yeah. kind of broad. Yeah. And and he can be on eleven. And just have fun, and the ensemble is really good. I mean, Wes Anderson players are always strong. Yeah, the kids really, the actors are always very good.
0: Yeah, I like uh, the people he uses. It's funny because, like, all the elements, like on their own, I like the music, the aesthetic is great, the actors. But then when you put them all together, there's just something where I'm like, this is so fucking pretentious and boring. Like, I can't do it. I don't get it. Well,
1: I almost it's think weird. No, I, I get into him. I always, I love people that like make their own little universes. and yeah. That's what he is to me. Right. He like made his own little world. Yeah. And so like, while I don't want to go to it all the time. It's like when I, I know exactly where to go to get that when I need to, it's like, I'm going to watch a Wes Anderson movie. Right. I kind of know what I'm going to get. It's not something I just toss on all the time. You're like, I kind of want to see like a meticulously worked out like thing like that. Yeah. And that's what's always appealed to me. But his, uh, and also the music. He kills it when it comes to the music.
2: That's my thing. Yeah. Music is my thing, which yeah. is the why I thought yeah, like, it would be fun to talk about if you could choose any three songs to shove in a Wes Anderson
0: movie.
1: I think
2: Nick should go but first. Maybe not. Because his anger. Well,
0: I have to go first because of... Yeah, no, you have no, to no. go first. <laughs> no, we're having the biggest fan of Wes Anderson to ever live. Go first. Go ahead. All right, so <laughs> what I'm going to do...
2: I'm not even gonna. I'm not. I, I made up a whole Wes Anderson movie. Really? I did. Holy okay. shit! <laughs> I made up a whole Wes Anderson movie called Oh, Lake Placid. <laughs> Wasn't there a Lake Placid Lake, movie? There might be. Yeah. Okay. There. Oh, yeah. there was. With there uh, it was a horror movie. It was a horror movie. It was basically yeah. about a giant piranha. And I Lake feel like Placid. Betty White was in it. I think was it Bridget Fonda? Was she the? Oh, I don't know. Anyway, I have, to, I have my O Lake Placid right. Do I even pitch this movie out? Yeah, do it. Should I pitch it out? Dude, Dude, I absolutely. want to hear it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So basically, it's a little bit of a ripoff of Romeo and Juliet. Okay. Isn't everything? And it's it's basically about a boy. Let's just say Paul Dano. I'm going to pull Paul Dano into is, the that's a good person into to the West Anderson players. Yeah, yeah he, yeah. he hasn't done it yet, but I'm going to pull him in. Yeah, How I is like he not? It? He's so primed and ready. He's been he's been ready. He's
1: been done. Been
2: ready. Yeah. So he's the teenage son of Luke Wilson. I'm just going to use all the easily. classic Wes Anderson. E- he is right? easily
1: the teenage son of right. Luke Wilson.
2: Luke Wilson's father is Bill Murray, obviously, who owned all the newspapers in Buffalo and Rochester. Mm-hmm. So the family estate <laughs> is on Lake Placid on a little tiny island right. in Lake Placid. It has to be on an island, okay? Cuz Bill Murray has to drive a small boat. Now the problem in their life right now is that Luke is going through a really ugly divorce with Gwyneth Paltrow, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. who is now basically carrying on with Adrian Brody, right, uh, who is from another <laughs> wealthy family on the other side of the lake. Oh good. The family that Bill Murray has hated forever. Do they have newspapers also? They own the newspapers, every new newspaper in New Hampshire. Okay. That family. Right? <laughs> so Gwyneth Paltrow has... So far, has, this
0: is a movie I would 100% watch. Okay. Yeah. So... It really sounds like a Wes Anderson movie that's already been... If you if you started like this Wes Anderson movie that not a lot of people know about, I would have just <laughs> believed it was one. I swear to God, that's how good it sounds. So, so part
2: far. of the problem is that Paul Dano, as soon as mom left dad... For the guy from the other family on the other side of the lake. Right. Paul Dano just basically put on a football helmet around the age of 12 and never came out of it. Right. He just completely shut down the golden boy, the favorite grandchild of this wealthy family. He's just gone. He's just internalizing his parents divorce. Right. And he's just a mess. And they just don't know what to do with him or how to pull him out of that. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a, there's a scruffy brother, his uncle, Luke Wilson's brother. Bill Murray's other son uh, is going to be Ed Norton. Great. And he basically decided, like, I'm going to be a townie in Lake Placid. Mm-hmm. Like, fuck this being part of this wealthy family. I'm just going to, like, run the pizza shop in town. He's and- like
1: how George W. Bush became
2: Texan. <laughs> Right? yeah yeah right he was like from Maine but then all of a sudden he had an accent and he was all right. like Texas out yeah so so Ed Norton is basically the only one who who has any kind of relationship with Paul Dano because right because he's the cool uncle
1: does he kind of have objectivity towards both families like he's able to see the conflict for yeah, what it is absolutely okay
2: because the, the Adrian Brody's family they were just dicks right you know Brody is a total rogue. They're just dicks. (laughs) Everyone is really bummed out that Gwyneth Paltrow is running around with them. And Paul Dano is completely shut down. So the long story short is somehow Paul Dano is going to discover fencing.
1: Oh, great. And immediately immediately we're going
2: to find something that Paul Dano excels at just naturally, like a ninja, like a Jedi. He basically becomes this incredible fencer. Yeah. And all he can do is fence and then shut down again. <laughs> what's okay. it called? Fence and shut down again. What's it called when, when that thing where Wes
1: Anderson does where there'll be like a really fast zoom? It's not a smash cut, but it's like it'll be like, you know, he'll have a guy with like a like one of those eye seeing like ship things you know, a, a, a periscope, and then it will zoom Right, in right, quickly. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you yeah. can see someone looking yeah. out their window, and they look across the aisle, and they see the high school gym, and all of a sudden, you immediately, quickly zoom to the window, and it's Paul
2: Dano fencing. That's genius. Yeah. Maybe and, that's yeah. how they find out that he's doing that. And they're like, what is that?
1: And like, I honestly don't know, honey. Right. And then there's a song.
2: Well, and that song, and I've got a couple songs for, for okay. this thing. So we could use one of those songs for this moment right, right now. Right, yeah. For, so this is... Like when you discover Paul Dano... Or when Paul Dano discovers he's great at fencing... Yes. How do you... What would you... Do? Well, there's there's a kink song. You have to... If you're going to talk about Wes Anderson, you've got to go Kinks. Yeah. you got to go Kinks or Rolling Stones. And he goes very esoteric. 66... 1966 songs for, from those bands. So I'm going to use the Kinks song called Dandy. It is a... Because it, 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 you got to be nerdy and you got to be obscure. And the Kinks Dandy... My album perfect. Then? I think it's on Face to Face. Uh it is um okay. a very poppy dandy dandy <laughs> Where are you going to get some? Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. It's obviously That case. screams yeah, Westside. Well, yeah. Where are you going
3: to go now? <laughs> where you going to run to? Audience
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah.
2: Now, uh, yeah, Chloe like, Grace Moretz is going to see Paul Dano yeah, fencing yeah, 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 during this yeah, yeah, song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By I'm, the way, we're pulling her yeah, in. I'm yeah.
0: ready to turn off the this movie. That's how Wes Anderson. <laughs> and that I'm ready to stop watching this.
3: <laughs> the Kinks,
1: the Kinks are so cute. <laughs> oh, this, yeah, that's that's uh, that's one where you're like, oh, this is to become to Wes Anderson. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, when, I, when I picked this I have to say Egotistically I thought like I can't believe He hasn't used this song yeah. Already Yeah 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 Which is why I knew It would work Right Okay so So now we're gonna see Paul Dano's an amazing fencer uh-huh. I'm not gonna pitch three, Pitch the full movie But the long story short Is <laughs> you he's gonna, gonna get into it, International <laughs> competition Right And they're gonna go to Spain where he's going to fence Jeff Goldblum's son, mm-hmm. who's the number one fencer in the world. Yeah, and the long story short is Dano's fencing abilities pulls everyone together. Right. There's a kidnapping. Mm-hmm. There's also we also find out that Paul Dano has constructed a tunnel, mm-hmm. an underground tunnel that goes from the little island in Lake Placid to the town. Mm-hmm. That's how he sneaks in and out of the house. He's built this fully workable underground. And then also in a Wes Anderson movie, he dug it with the most beautiful ornate shovel. Right. And it (laughs) didn't take any amount of time. And a perfect mine car. He rides this little mine car back and forth. The goggles are perfect. Right. (laughs) So the other song I'm going to use for this movie, uh, 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 there's two more, but when we're in Spain and we're fencing uh, and he's hanging out with Chloe Grace Moretz uh, in Barcelona, Mm -hmm. just (laughs) walking around the streets and getting away from everybody because the pressure is so intense to win this tournament. Uh, they're, one of my favorite pieces Of video of all time Is this woman named Caterina Valenti okay. She's a singer uh, A guitarist She is on with Dean Martin If you go to YouTube and you go Dean Martin, Katerina Valenti mm-hmm. It is like one of my favorite Performances of music Of all time Really? She appeared on his show uh-huh. And she did a song called One Note Samba she was on so many variety shows in the 60s. She was a very big performer. Dean Martin had her on his show all the time. This is another, to me, a Wes Anderson piece of music. Katerina Valenti, One Note Samba. Is that, are you pulling that up? Oh, they do a little bit of shtick. <laughs> of course they do. It's an incredible video because you could tell that Dean Martin is smitten with her. Right.
1: She sounds wonderful. I get out here so they can see you. Ready? You got your note? No, but I'm ready. I <laughs> love old TV. Yeah, He's on a Vespa. Yeah, he's on a (laughs) a Vespa. (laughs) He's definitely on a Vespa. (laughs) And he's driving through the streets of Barcelona with Chloe Grace Moretz on his back. Perfect helmets and goggles. Absolutely, but they shoot it on a green screen, so it's just the film of the streets behind them, and they're barely moving on the Vespa. Like it's no, they didn't actually drive anything. He's
2: supposed to be at the competition.
1: Yeah, but he's Jeff Goldblum. But he's he's in love. He's he maybe he's supposed to be training. He shows up just in time to fight. And so they couldn't
0: afford to film in Barcelona because all the money went to buy corduroy stuff. (laughs) 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 Yeah. That is a song, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, you
2: have to, I mean, it's hard hard to get the the essence of that, but I could not recommend that clip more. That clip mesmerizes me. I don't know why. It's just one of my favorite things. I have a foreign song
1: that's actually from, it's actually from European Vacation, but it's because European Vacation is sort of the dud. Yeah. That, like, you don't, people won't, like, notice it as much as, like, and I couldn't, I had to spell it phonetically because it's by it's by uh, plastic Bertrand, mm-hmm. right? Which was apparently like a. Saplen, flum, blah, blah. Well, I spelled it sad blam boomwa, right? Which it's spelled Saplan. It's spelled Kaplan pour moi. Yeah, yeah. Which, but when you go when you spell it phonetically, it comes up. That's the second thing that comes up in Google because right. obviously every English speaker looked it up that way. And it's such a, it's like the best French, but it's not, apparently uh, my ex-wife's mom translated it for me. It's Belgian French. So it's not even normal French, but it's, I don't know what the lyrics mean, but it's such a poppy ass. Saplan. How is it spelled again? Plastic Bertrand. C-A-P-L-A-N-E. I'm not seeing this. P-O-U-R-M-O-I by Plastic Bertrand. B-R-T-R-A-N-D. Do you know what album what it was? It's from the European Vacation soundtrack. Maybe that's what it's
2: That is That is also a big... I feel like that's a huge Toyota or Volkswagen commercial song it, it from like three or car. four years ago. Yeah. I swear to God. It made
1: Cooper Mini or like... Yeah, it's such a fucking good pop song. Yeah. I I've never understood why tons of bands haven't covered it. Cause it's so good. Yeah, it's so good. And there's no way it costs like like you could use it.
2: I bet you it's sort of cheap at this point. I think it was a yeah. Uh. This works. You're putting this in a Wes Anderson movie. Will yeah. you put it in my movie? Yeah, yeah. This is a this is this would go in your movie easy. This is, this like a is Ed scene. Norton and Paul Dano doing something
1: fun in town. Or this is like a fight scene between the old men. <laughs> Like Bill Murray Nice <laughs> Bill Murray Nice and, and the other old dude Are like in an actual fight Like a really sloppy fight Is
2: Brian Cox still with us? I mean why don't we just keep All the classic yeah, yeah yeah Wes Anderson players I you know what I'd like to see Brian Doyle Murray In there somewhere You know who's a great Murray Is an underrated Murray Quick tangent Joel Murray Which one's he? Joel Who's on Mad Men he, He's the youngest Oh yeah He's amazing Yeah Yeah Just a plug for Joel Murray He's been in a lot <laughs> of stuff yeah, a lot of stuff. I may he have worked him. with him one time. Yeah, he's really funny. I too. I worked with Brian Doyle Murray once, also uber funny. Yeah.
0: So here's yeah. how. Oh go ahead. Go, go go go! I was gonna say here I would. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you mine, and I want you to place them, <laughs> and because I'm I can't describe these and go. This would go good in the scene that blah blah blah. Because I you know yeah because you was, don't yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I could be like, this would go good in the scene where I was closing my laptop and giving up <laughs> on. <laughs> <laughs> in whatever it was called. Um, what was the last one called? Grand Budapest. Um, okay. So this one is by a Scottish band called Taste. Nice. Okay. And it's uh, in that classic rock sort of Rolling Stones, this kinkish, like, you know, uh, bluesy rock vein. And I, I just, ha- I love the band and not a lot of people um, know of them. But And it surprises me because they're just so fucking good. But in my head, I'm like, this could go in a Wes Anderson movie, and I want you to tell me where. It's called Blister on the Moon. Love it.
2: This feels like Rushmore. This is a big dramatic moment. (laughs) It's slow motion for sure. It's the f- he won the fencing tournament. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or this is this is also where Jeff Goldblum's son first shows up. Okay, first yeah. seeing him. Yeah, the number one fencer in the world. He's Spanish. It's so I'm making Jeff Goldblum Spanish. Oh, for sure. <laughs> and this is the this is the the moment that the son shows up and he's yeah. got the best equipment. Yeah. S- He's, he's got the hottest girlfriend. He's
1: unsheathing his fencing sword, and you're and, like, oh yep, shit. Yep. Yeah. The, like
2: Valerian steel, the equivalent yeah. of Valerian steel. Yeah, his hair is beautiful. Yeah, that that's that's what's happening. Yeah. And and people are in awe. Yeah, it's total slow motion. Dano's just As like, he's walking it. Dano knows man. he's fucked. I am fucked. He's it's... not gonna beat this kid. Yeah. That's really good. <laughs> that is a that's good really one, That's really
0: yeah. good. Yeah, that's a great band. That whole album is is amazing. Do you know when that came out? Uh, early 70s. Okay. I love yeah. it. That, yeah, awesome. It's so good. I, yeah. I found it walking into a record store one day, High Fidelity over here in yeah. Hillhurst, and it was playing. And I walked in, I'm like, and it was one of those songs and one of those like records where you like, you feel like you know it. Yeah. But I'm like, I've never heard this. And it, it was on the display uh, as of like what's currently playing. I'm like, what is this? The guy was like, oh, man, it came in used today and I put it on and it's pretty rock and roll. And I was like, I'm going to go eat lunch. And I'm going to give you a chance to listen to it. And then when I come back, I'm buying it. (laughs) It's <laughs> like, oh, fair enough. And I came back and got it. Um, yeah, and I've only seen it two, maybe two other times at a record store. I love it. Yeah, it's so fucking good.
2: That that is also you could also use that when Adrian Brody first shows up. Mm-hmm. That's a that's
1: a anyone important showing up yeah.
2: song. <laughs> that's right. It's
1: just like someone important walked in song. Right, right. right. Who's you also know? kind of a dick because
2: that that song has a right. has a really nice edge to it. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. You're just like afraid of that guy. You're like that leather jacket looks broken in. You're (laughs) bummed you know. You're like shit. (laughs) His knuckles look strong. Well done. Um, Yeah, very well done. I I just knew it belonged in there. Yeah, it's good. Somewhere. My my next one is a '90s jam, which I never understood why this band didn't stay big or get bigger. It's Elastica.
2: Oh, yeah. oh, their hit Stutter Very
1: nice Elastica Stutter. Elastica Stutter I know it's their hit Yeah But that song Doesn't fucking know. rips they, uh, Yeah
2: they should have been bigger I feel like that's the fault of K-Rock Maybe They should have been much bigger than they were Maybe they didn't keep going But listen to just how it starts Yeah I mean they were good man You know what I'm seeing here With this I'm seeing the first time we watched Paul Dano Use the the mining cart to go from the (laughs) island into the little town to get a pizza with his uncle, and then come back. Yeah,
1: it's active. Yeah, Chloe Grace Moretz notices him going to a tunnel and was like, "What?" (laughs) (laughs) Well, the thing I love about this song is it's basically the you know the lead singer of this band who was so cool and was just yeah, it's just like calling this guy a pussy. <laughs> and I don't know if any, if either you have been had experiences, but there's a time there was at one point. And I think a lot of dudes lives, you tried to date a girl that was too cool for you. Oh my,
2: I, I still have that oh problem. Yeah. What are you and talking like, about? And for like, sure. I tried to, <laughs> to date the bass
1: player. I tried to date the bass player of like an indie band in the nineties, this band called the teen heroes. And she was like, a girl bass player in a cool band. It was like, are you yeah. are you kidding me? Like, and I just look. The truth
2: was, I wasn't cool enough. It wasn't I,
1: like, hey, you're not yeah. right for this. Like,
2: no man, you're not cool enough. I tried to date Samantha Mathis, and I I didn't have no. She liked me. She did, and she would admit that we made not to break anyone's anonymity. We did make out, but I didn't think I was cool enough. I blew that. I blew uh, an opportunity. But for yeah, real. That's, that's what this song is. It's like, yeah, you're not cool enough for that chick. That's a great song. Yeah,
1: yeah it's a good one. I that's think I might re-get the album.
2: The Did whole album she, was she with good. Damon. Was she with the Damon Albarn from Blur, Blur at the time? Maybe. Then they have yeah. a big breakup and maybe that led to if Elastica? If she wasn't, she should have been. She yeah. should have been. <laughs> it makes so much sense. Yeah. But it's like a horse. <laughs> I watched the video. <laughs> the she The king is, and queen of British 90s. Man, she is cool looking. Yeah, absolutely. Didn't they well, the, all cool rock chicks. I, You know, I'm the nerd who stands... On Kim Deal's side of the Pixie Show. <laughs> yeah. In front of Kim Gordon at Sonic Youth. Well, I was just like that when I used to go see Edna
1: Swap at the oh, Roxy nice. in LA. I would get up very wow. close so I could stare at Annie from Edna Swap because she was the coolest. Yeah. The coolest. Like, blow
2: your mind cool. Yeah, they were a good band. They were a great band. They were a great band. band. They should have been bigger too. Yeah. They had like five record deals. Did I they think, really? I want to think. They
1: had a big hit. Well, no, they had Torn. Natalie and Bruglia right. covered but she Torn. she wrote that. Yeah, she wrote it. She wrote that.
2: Yeah, they wrote that song. She's a songwriter now. just like I you're hope so. Killing it as a songwriter. Because yeah.
1: she's great. Yeah. She's also really cute. Oh, Natalie and Bruglia? Yeah. Well, I don't think she's a songwriter. No, no, yeah.
2: the, the woman who wrote from Swap, who wrote Torn. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I got to, so, when Torn, she's when the Natalie Gen and Bruglia X. Torn came out, I got so mad I called K-Rock. And was like, why can't you just fucking play the real one? Right. <laughs> and they were like, yeah. what are you t-?
2: Why would we listen it's to it? It's not you? how it works, Kevin. Yeah, yeah click, like <laughs> We're hanging up now. Yeah. <laughs> I have the, the last song I'm going to put in uh, my, the Wes Anderson movie.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And I had to go, because he goes deep nerd on the 60s, he, he'll give you the kinks, he'll give you the stones. When I first figured out that he just has the Rhino Records Nuggets collection mm-hmm. and he's pulling a lot of songs from those, I just thought, okay, I'll do that. And uh, the, the, I just vomited out a bunch of nerd details that might go over people's heads. Yeah. But it's it's finding that British psychedelic song. Yeah. That no one knows about. Like, he does that. Like, I think his brain has to work that way to find those esoteric songs. Because yeah. they're not hits. He doesn't use Stones hits. No. He does 2000 Man. Yeah. You know? Right. Which fans know. Yeah. So, my last song is by my one of my favorite British psychedelic bands called the move uh-huh. and move. the move was a band that became elo okay not to be professorial about it <laughs> they literally transitioned into elo like kept the same members yeah the, the creative force behind the move morphed the band into elo uh-huh. jeff lynn was in the last version of the move uh and then they just made elo um and uh, but the move were great they were like in the vein of like all the great British 60s pop bands. Yeah. And they had a bunch of British hits. And uh, the song I want to use in the, was this in uh, O, Lake Placid, is a song (laughs) called I Can Hear the Grass Grow. I can
3: hear?
1: I can hear the grass grow. That is such a British pop song title. Yeah. Let's play it live. Yeah, it's
2: a, yeah, it's a, it's a, this a, a (laughs) this is a, A tune tune, It's a tune tune. This song you can use Almost anywhere in the movie Uh, This can be uh, Bill Murray flirting with someone At the club (laughs) This could be
1: I feel like this is the credits (laughs) This feels like the credits Opening or closing And then there's picture in picture in the credits like the credits are rolling and then there's like a set of vignettes of other parts of, like they show bill murray at a now he lives with someone else <laughs> or like he got a new bird because that one bird got shot and during the the duel at sunset or whatever in spain because they had dueling pistols and someone shot his falcon and you see that he found a new falcon <laughs> He got like a baby thing You're like Oh Bill Murray he's, he's burying his falcon He looks over And there's an egg And it hatches And it's a baby falcon That's what happens During the credits
2: That's genius <laughs> Yeah <laughs> Yeah cause Dano's Gonna win the tournament It's going to bring the families together. It's Karate Kid. He has to win the tournament. And everyone's going to be sort of one big happy family again. Well, you
1: realize that Goldblum's kid never loved fencing. That's right. He was just brilliant at it, and his dad pushed him too hard. Drove him. Yeah, drove him too hard. What
2: he loved is Spanish guitar. And it turns out he's way better at Spanish guitar than he even was at fencing. Maybe he plays Katerina Valenti's one-note samba by himself. Maybe that kid, whoever that is. Yeah. Wes Anderson finds that guy in the world who is that.
1: Yeah, Dano one night is, is walking around Spain at night and he looks up on a balcony and he sees Goldblum's kid shredding the Spanish guitar playing that one note song. Yeah. And he's like I don't hate him. How could I hate something so beautiful? Nice. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> nice. He can't, he, can't, he can't hate on someone who appreciates beauty on that level. And then he realizes there's no losing. <laughs> To lose to yeah. him is to lose to beauty, and there is no loss in that. Can
2: we get a meeting?
1: <laughs> no, I mean, I, can you? I can't get one. I don't know. I don't, know if, I don't <laughs> know if you can. I'll
2: ask my manager. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So the move. I needed to put the move in a Wes Anderson movie. I feel like he will eventually because they were very important.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They They sound pretty great.
2: They're amazing. Uh, great okay. video on YouTube of the move. So too. now,
0: now you got to place my second one. Yes. There. Um. Which I couldn't find on Apple Music, which is kind of weird. But this is another one that, like, uh, I guess not a lot of people are into. I know you're gonna know who they are, uh. But it's this band from the '60s called Love. Oh, Love is great. Love is incredible. Yeah, they have this. Uh, they have a few albums, but the the one that most people, I, I guess, are aware of is called Forever Changes. Um, and I feel like any song off that album would do um what are you giving us i think i want to do alone again yeah but i I literally cannot find uh, any youtube clips of the individual songs it's like people have uploaded the entire record I, just as th- I,
2: we could hear the damned version of alone again on youtube which is well, almost no perfect it sounds almost like the love version. Well, the love yeah. version is here, but it's the oh, only. It. One.
0: It's the only one I'm oh. saying. Okay, so I'm like, I, I kind of have to do that. But I feel like the whole record would, yeah, would work.
2: It, it's so perfect without even. It's I, I'm shocked that that alone again hasn't been used in a Wes Anderson movie already. Oh yeah.
1: This to me is the beginning of the movie Where you just meet everybody
2: This is Oh yeah This, this I've, Yeah this song's This You can't I, I, I'm, I'm literally I'm in shock that this song has not been used <laughs> This wasn't in Bottle Rocket No yeah Oh god How was this not in Bottle Rocket When Luke first meets the young girl Yeah Yeah it's, this is like it's, it's. It might be the
1: penultimate Wes Anderson song. You know what this is? This is when you when you go to Bill Murray's one of his new. This is, you see the newspapers being printed. Yeah, like the machines. <laughs> yeah. Dun 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 dun. dun. Yeah, and you yeah, see like yeah, yeah. like stop the press, but it's that right? Yeah, it's that you see the newspapers
2: moving. Well, it also could be when Dano sees Chloe Grace Moretz for the first time. Also, as yeah,
0: well, yeah. Because it's it's at high school. (laughs) Love is one of those band. A lot of people who don't like the Doors or think the Doors are overrated go fucking fucked. If you want a band that's like that, that could have been good, listen to Love. Yeah, that's deep nerd stuff. Yeah, the
2: Ramones have a great great version of Seven and Seven is the other awesome. Oh really? Love song that I think Anderson used. Right. When I was a boy, I tried to be a man. Do you think digga the music budget for dingga his
1: dingga movies is huge? Yeah, it has it's got music it has and wardrobe have has to, to be the be. biggest parts. Oh, it has to be one of the best right? Twitter jokes yeah. I ever saw was they like, oh, go, "Wes Anderson's next movie is just going to be a two-hour still shot of Jason Schwartzman getting fitted for a suit." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> it, That's it, it well done, be. by the way, for someone who doesn't do it has, that much. Who about, has turned yeah. off of Wes Anderson? You, right. You've really done incredibly well with your two songs. My last
1: one is because um, I, I, I wanted. I <laughs> wanted to have a new song. Like a like at least new-ish, I think Radiohead's "True Love Waits" would be good in a Wes Anderson movie. I think mm-hmm. so.
0: Yeah. Also, huh. not that new of a song. Really. Hmm. I mean, like what three years for 10, 15 years. Have they? Is that how long they've been it doing is it? They've live
1: forever. Yeah. But yeah. this on this last hmm. album is the first time they
0: recorded it. Recorded it. Let's play that. Hmm. You don't. You don't agree. You're like no. I'm p- thinking p- about p- it. You're like is getting angry. Saying, no, no. no. It like, does not fit <laughs> in my movie. I, uh, huh. Well, <laughs> <this> gentlemen, is, <laughs> gentlemen,
2: please. This is where I get Can my. we all be friends? This is yeah, where I right. get my
0: points
3: taken away, and
1: I get kicked off the fucking film. Yeah, yeah. Out of the Wes Anderson Club.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Kevin brought up a Radiohead song. wants to use a Radiohead song in the movie. What, what the
1: fuck? I bet you people pitch Wes Anderson Radiohead songs. And he's like, I can't. There's no way he would. Like, I don't think he would, but I think he should.
2: Well, he needs to get out of the out of the comfort zone that he's in.
1: Well, because you know why this song doesn't go well with the color pink, so you can't. He'd have to think outside his normal jam.
2: Yeah, it's evocative of a different palette. It's a different palette. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's maybe a dream sequence or a flashback or a flash forward.
2: And it doesn't scream wealth because there's so no. much wealth in Wes Anderson movies. Yeah, everyone's <laughs> everyone's in a very it's wealthy It's like cartoonish room. wealth. Yeah, it's a cartoonish wealth. Yeah, 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 yeah. We well, don't know why like they're wealthy. That's why I put it in like plastic. Right. Yeah,
1: right. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this has to be claymation. <laughs> <laughs> This has to be Wes Anderson claymation. This is a the Wes bi- Anderson bipolar Mr. Fox. Yeah, this is a <laughs> claymation. This is a claymation Wes Anderson movie about two manatees. One of them loses half of its tail to a propeller, and then the other manatee spends the rest of his life trying to uh, build a new fin. Beautiful. Yeah, and and underwater and, and you they do the and and the one manatee ends up the fin that fits the best is when she knits she knits a fin out of wool. <laughs> and right. then the manatee can so swim so we go again.
2: through a few we go through a few artificial yeah which uh, well, she tries to con-
1: she tries to have marine biologists do it they just, it doesn't work and it's the one that she'd been, in her spare time she, she knits and she didn't why would she ever guess that knitting a fin would work but then it turns out that's the one thing that worked
2: you know if you ran your own studio you could basically say Wes you have to use this Radiohead song right yeah. here's the deal man I don't you think the last movie this didn't movie. do that, that I think great. at this point
1: the profit margin on his movies is that the studio head's like, you know what song I love and Wes is like, yeah, yeah no, I'll take it. That's right.
2: Yeah. Right. Yeah.
0: <laughs> my, my son wrote this song.
2: Figure out how to use it. Yeah. I so
0: you you did your three. I did my three. You did three. I did three. I did three. I did, yeah. and my, so mine, mine, okay. I went newer. Mm. Newer meaning not 60s, 70s as well because I was like, I feel like something newer. And I picked a song that of a band that annoys me in the same way Wes Anderson films do. Right. And I'm like, Oh, they, they go well together. Is it the shins? No, the shins don't really annoy me. Okay. Um, but who does is fucking bullshit vampire weekend.
2: Uh, and all
0: their oh! fucking wow.
2: Garbage yeah. pretentious. This is a deep dive. <laughs> <laughs> Putting the Vampire Weekend in a yeah. Wes Anderson movie, which
1: I guarantee has been pitched to him. He's like, no, no, no. Mm-hmm.
2: Fuck th- those guys. Do you guys. think he knows about Vampire Weekend? I think Probably. he does because
1: people keep telling <laughs> yeah. him he'd. That's the band. People, go, you know yeah. who you'd love, and he's like, I will not love them. Right. I can't wait to hear what you're gonna play. <laughs> Everyone thinks you know what this is. <laughs> 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 When Wes Anderson needs money and has to direct some commercials, which he does, <laughs> yeah. when he's doing a VW commercial or whatever, the music supervisor force at, at Leo Burnett or the whatever. And,
2: yeah. They force this one on him. So we're flying down a hill and cardboard Hummers. Yep. Kids <laughs> are racing. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Prius is made out of out of yeah. plastic. Yep, <laughs> yep, yep.
1: And then and, and he goes that's home. Sad. He goes home to whoever is married to, and he goes. I mean, you, no, I hate it, but we got seven hundred grand. <laughs> it, well, that
2: part's that part's tremendous, right yeah. there. That's all. That's all you want. Little <laughs> yeah. kid with goggles and an <laughs> yeah. old school Red Baron helmet on, and he's in his thing. Yeah. We're flying had, pa- planes made out of cardboard. Yeah,
1: they cut to a, a, a cute girl with glasses who doesn't quite smile, but almost smiles. <laughs> and then he goes, ripping down the hill.
2: Cute girl with glasses is such an important character. In but no one ever smiles. every single Wes Anderson movie. They're not allowed to smile full teeth. No, team. they're too smart to smile. They, they
1: they wince, grimace, kind of. They Mona Lisa.
2: But they're, they're
1: never not bemused. They're always bemused. A lot of ennui. Ennui. That's great. Yeah. That, that, that's great. <laughs> he's been pitched that song. I guarantee you Wes Anderson's been pitched oh, yeah. that song. He, 50 did, times. Every he did American Vampire Express.
2: Uh-huh. Yeah. So we're going to use Vampire Weekend and American Express. <laughs> they have a deal. That's the oh, deal, yeah. man. Some
1: guy's like, we have a deal with Universal. It's cost us a fourth. He's like, but then he's like, Wes... You're not going to win this
2: one. He's uh, like, Fuck. no. It, this is a '60s band. They're called Fire, and the song is like the song's free. Uh, I don't care. I already I already read the check. You know. No, it's a great song. It's called My Father's Name <laughs> Was Dad, and it's really poppy and fun. My, father's yeah. name no, was my dad. mother's name Using was Vampire Dad. Music Vampire Weekend. My mother's day was Dad. <laughs> That's a song. Yeah, my father's name was Dad. My mother's name was. Oh mother. yeah, I've heard that song. Um, so there we go that was it in we the books Wes Andrew well done well done thank, well you. Done. thank yeah. you I think we cracked the code
0: yeah um, the code is cute yeah those, I mean this really Those all would fit yours Dude, were like obviously I mean you're I, like I put some thought yeah you know you know the, the movies inside and out like every even the movie you made up for it I was like this sounds like a real film yeah and all those songs would fit perfectly in it Um. that's funny so now we're going a whole different direction. You wanted to go two types of movies. Well, that was Mr. Christie's
2: suggestion that we we would have time to discuss two different kind of movies. Yeah, no, no,
0: meaning for your second set of your second playlist, you wanted yeah, to stick with I, stick with movies.
2: Well, I, yeah, I was thinking. So
0: you're a big movie guy. It seems like a big like.
2: movie. Well, me, music and movies is the whole yeah. key. Yeah, and some genres are like so important. And I right. said. Well, let's go 80s, but he was like Kevin said no, no, no. Well, I thought Wes Anderson and John Hughes movies were a little too similar yeah, cuz I was going to go John yeah. Hughes 80s sure yeah, 80s soundtrack. But then we 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 were talking the other day and we thought let's just do a quick easy horror movie. You yeah, get to we're, put we're, whatever you want in a horror movie.
1: Kinda, yeah, yeah, kind of, yeah. I my initial thought wasn't like horror songs. I was like what would be a, a, a surprising song while like really like some slaughter happens. Like, yeah. like either they're fighting back against the monster, whoever the murderer, or the murderer is literally just ripping people to shreds. Are mm-hmm.
2: you going? Are you going uh, Texas Chainsaw, or are you going Saw? Texas or Chainsaw. You're going Texas. Chainsaw. I don't like the like like blood porn. The, the gore, gore. The gore what, porn. The,
1: What's the genre called? Torture porn. Torture porn. <laughs> I don't, I haven't even seen any of those. I don't like that shit. It's just not for me. That's like quirky.
2: I like '80s horror,
0: like torture porn.
2: That's well, like Saw. Have you ever seen any of the Saw movies? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. That's not, I think they call. No, I tor- think
0: they do call it torture porn. Torture porn is just a genre of porn.
1: I think it is as well, but I think there's a genre of horror that they kind of call torture porn because um, it's about like the incredibly. There's no horror. There's just you're it's the in elaborate the thing. torture. Yeah. Premise. I think it's called. Um, it's called something torture something.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I don't think it's that. I think you just gave away what kind of porn you like watching. You <laughs> I <just> don't <laughs> like torture porn, actually. It's not my thing. I, I feel like women, anyone. A very is,
2: part. It's a huge part of the Valley economy, uh, by the way. Torture porn.
1: Yeah, vote no on sixty, you guys. <laughs> Let them do their things if they want to. You know, they're clean. Let them do their things. Um, but like, I, I think more like Texas Chainsaw or like an '80s zombie movie, mm-hmm. where it's not like the gore is like quaint. I like those kind of horror movies, where everyone sort of lives. (laughs) Like most of the people kind of
2: live. It's like the the, two, the hot couple survives. Yes. people die, but the hot couple. Splatter film
0: or gore films? Is that what you're talking about? No, it has to do with torture. About that? It has to do with torture.
2: Yeah.
1: But I like if I if there was a part in a movie where either a guy figured out a way to kill the zombies, so he's killing tons of zombies. I would like it set to Tony Basil's "Oh, "Oh Mickey, you're so fine." Wow. I think really? like an no, no, no. upbeat Kevin music supervisor, like bringing the up, producers the upbeat and something different. I'd have to show if I pitched it, they wouldn't get, I'd have to show it and be like, Hey, watch yeah. this yeah. scene with this song in the background. Yeah. And it, I think it'd be fucking awesome. <laughs> if like a dude <laughs> with a chainsaw <laughs> is just ripping zombies heads off or the, vi- the, 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 the kind of Jason S killer that you kind of, even though he's the villain, you're kind of into him.
2: Yeah, you know who I think <laughs> would eat this up is Rob Zombie. Rob Zombie, yeah, he would eat this this concept up because he hates this song for sure. Oh yeah, but but it's a brilliant song, and it totally works for what you're trying to accomplish.
1: Yeah. Finally, the guy finds the magic chainsaw that he's been looking for. He turns it on and has fun killing. Yeah, he and traces he around the room
2: him. as people are suspended from. Yeah, meat he's hooks in an open and and he just feels, chops And he's limbs. like, "We're getting out of here." Yeah.
1: And he's just... There's blood everywhere. (laughs) He's freeing people. He grabs the girl. They get out of there. To, oh, Mickey, you're so fine. That's... I think
2: that's inspired. I think it could work. I think it's inspired. (laughs) I really like it. The DP plays...
1: It's all about the DP in this film. Like, the director of photography has to really kill this one. And the editor. The editor of that scene has to have it's gotta be the best day he's ever had in his life to really kill it's gotta be like a great music video mm-hmm. here's the thing you bring in Tony Basil when you're shooting the zombie scene cause it, she became a world famous choreographer that's and right and you have her be like help me how should this guy kill all the zombies cause we wanna set it to oh Mickey you're so fine and she'll be like I got this the, it's lo- gotta be a dance I, I, that's inspired. Uh, it's inspired it's gotta, gotta be that. a dance good, good job
2: it's gotta be a that. dance music supervisor Kevin yeah
0: I mean you um, know. Yeah, there's so many different types of horror movies it was hard to, like, pick. But, like, I wanted to just go... I did two kinds. Like, something that would be, like, moody and weird. Uh-huh. And then something that's kind of, like... The genres, almost, like, you know, kitschy horror movie or right. something like that. Almost Halloween-esque or whatever. Yeah. So, th- th- that's what I was thinking. But um, the first one was, like, a tie between two songs because, ultimately... I thought any Aphex Twin song well, is going to go in a yeah, horror movie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Come any anywhere. Yeah. So yeah. like this one.
1: Is this is window liquor. I had this I have this record. Aphex Twin's fucking good. Uh, yep.
2: Good. Their Aphex
1: Twin is great.
3: Uh,
2: yeah, that, that's yeah. What what is that in? It's, I feel like that's in like nine movies right now. I think that's in seven. That's, that's really... It's the title sequence of they seven. They must kill it with that. They must. They must. It's too perfect. Ugh. Have you ever heard
1: Autechra?
0: No. Autechra?
1: Autechra? Yeah, yeah, they're really good. Autechra is like... If you like Apex Twin, you'll like Autechra. Autechra is like
0: the first of that. Oh, really? Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. Fuck, Apex Twin. What album is this? This is uh, the, the Richard G. James album yeah
2: this is this is perfect beautiful because you can also beautiful. use it in all all kinds of different parts of the of any of the films yeah yeah
0: yeah so is a tie between that song and this one this would be
1: see this to me is the same almost like oh mickey you're so fine where you're like yeah. this is t- t- too fun at how gory it is well this is you know what this is this is the couple hanging out in the city they're out clubbing and then they yeah. take the pill that makes them pass out and nice. then they wake up. Nice. <laughs> this is them having fun. Later in the song, it gets to that. Yeah. That's right. This is them, you know, they, they went to Thailand. That's right. That movie, The Beach. <laughs> They're like having a good time and then they get captured. And cut to them waking up well, chained yeah. to a toilet. They both wake up with no moldy. feet. Their feet have been cut off and it's like, whoa, fuck. Like the first thing you notice is your feet got cut off and you're yeah. like, this is so bad already. Not like
0: oh, we've been captured, yeah shit, we have no feet that's kind of like the mood because I'm like it's not like during a horror scene, but yeah. there's elements in a horror movie where like it's kind of odd and you're waiting for something to happen, and music like that is kind of like it keeps you like off balance a little totally. bit because it's just weird and creepy, but yeah, a nightclub scene or yeah. like they're on vacation or they're like running through town and you're like something crazy is about to happen Muse, any Apex twin song would he- fit man. that. Type the, of move. They, the last Apex must, Twin Records great. is really good. The they last must,
2: Apex Twin's great. They must make yeah. m- m- uh, bucks doing, uh, Buck doing that. I'm gonna in this vein. Mm-hmm. I went a little bit more literal with my choices okay. on mm-hmm. this with horror. Monster Mash, <laughs> Ministry. <laughs> oh oh yeah. yeah, for sure.
1: All day, all day. Yeah.
2: Because my like, the horror film that I was thinking about was about a young couple that moves from Durango to Los Angeles. <laughs> what you made up a film? I, made up I love it. Made up a movie. I love it. It's okay. very simple though. Okay, it's an good, homage good. to Stephen King and, and '80s movies. Yeah. It's about it's a car <laughs> that chases these. Ooh, it's these a possessed these, car! It's a possessed yeah. car that chases Ugh. the young couple from Durango. Love they it. accidentally hit a Native American kid. Of course, when they pull out of Durango and they don't right. tell anybody and they leave the kid for dead uh, on the side of the road, oh no. so now they're cursed. Cars possessed. and this car, Christine, this like V eight interceptor is yeah. oh V eight interceptor just yeah. destroy modern car. F, well, I'm doing a late '80s movie, Okay late '80s, know. early '90s, because I picked everything from that era. Because mm-hmm. okay. I'm I'm a, I'm being very literal. Yeah, <laughs> so they're being chased down by this car that's also destroying everything in its path. Yeah, uh, I want to see this to movie to kill these two <laughs> people because they have to pay.
1: Does the car have any head-on collisions? But when?
2: Oh yeah, yeah! Oh, all the time with oh, everything, great. with yeah. so much. But also just to show, just to show them what it can do there's no driver the car just smashes everything yeah including like some of their family members a a best friend yeah who they are supposed to stay with (laughs) uh but nwo by ministry i'm going to use that in the in the soundtrack i mean you can use almost any ministry (laughs) song insert ministry song but insert ministry song but they, they they make a fortune doing movies so you know whatever but yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go. We're gonna start with uh, NWO. I don't know when that kicks in. It's like the heavy part, though. The, yeah. the car I picture
1: is a Cutlass, a '70s Oldsmobile Cutlass Supreme, but. He got the front of a cop car. You know the bumper on the front of a cop car, the ramming one? And he put that on the front of the Cutlass. <laughs> and you're like, we're, when you see that behind you, the, and he's got two, he's got floodlights. He's got two set of lights. You're like, that Cutlass has an Oh, we're fucked. Uh, we That's are like, fucked right now. In
0: my head, this is the car is chasing them when they're in another car. Yeah, absolutely. They're, yeah, yeah. they're trying to get away. <laughs> absolutely. It's nighttime. They're driving through a city. Streets are empty. And they're just in the rear view. And it's fucking gaining. Yeah, they're in a it, Toyota
2: Corolla. They're like driving a 1991 the,
0: Toyota yeah, Corolla. they that they can move. <laughs> yeah.
1: they're dry, and, and they yell, they go, we're going to call the police. And a guy goes, I am the police. And you're like, oh, we are so fucked. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Like, it says Durango Police, but it was just written in like my it. hand
2: <laughs> on the side of the car. We're going to be out way out in the desert, too, a lot. Oh, yeah. A lot. be a lot. A lot, <laughs> a lot.
1: A lot. A lot.
2: So, yeah. Ministry.
1: Ministry. That's good. I... That's my good next one. one is... And it's sort of... It's not a horror scene, but I was inspired by the scene in Reservoir Dogs when he cuts the ear off with the razor blade.
2: Oh. Well, if
1: you want to talk a, a a song, like music in a movie, that song in that scene is... Perfect. What they use in that scene. It's uh When I don't know when it's in tonight. I got the oh, feeling Steelers that wheel. So- yeah. Uh, stuck in the middle. Stuck in the middle oh, right. is what he cuts the ear off to. He turns he turns it up loud so you he can't hear his scream. That's right. And it is about as perfect a song for a scene That's of funny. all time.
0: The- it's funny. Both the songs are just so antithetical. But to like, that's, what not, you're doing. that's not my
1: pick. That's not my that song. Oh, is my pick. oh that's I what it was. That was the inspiration. Oh, no, I, no, I get no, it. That's my inspiration. Got but it. I would think, and also because this song sort of sucks, and it's by a band people kind of hate. So I thought in a horror movie that
2: you liked up until this point, it yeah. would really surprise you, and you'd be like, "What the fuck?" Walking on sunshine, Katrina and the Waves. No, I love that song. <laughs> that song is great. Is and it her Walk Hot Com- by Vampire Weekend. Her red Converse All Stars. Like I'll take that song all day. Walking on the sun,
1: Smash Mouth. <laughs> no, it's Beautiful Day by U two. Oh, oh okay. you'd be so bothered. But it's it's like the killers tied them up yeah, yeah, yeah. and he's like <laughs> and it's a little it's a little like american psycho he's <laughs> like you know who i love it's like you know what fucking band i love And he's like whoa he's like i fucking love you too and you're like what no no and he puts duct tape on his mouth and he goes over and he's like and the psychopath is like
2: i got to pick a knife
1: and you're like oh shit and then he just takes out a knife and this song kind of builds and you're like, what the fuck is this, man? And he licks the blade. And then he, he walks over and he goes, And he stabs him in the leg and blood shoots out. And you're like, and the guy's like, ow. And it's not that bad. He's muffled, right? He's <laughs> muffled. And you're like, oh, it's not that bad. He's just going to stab him in the leg. And then this motherfucker goes to butcher school and this poor son of a bitch and cuts him to ribbons. Does he ever sing? Does he ever sing along he with the song? He dances a little. He He, 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 he stops. He stops. He's like, "Oh, it's my favorite part," <laughs> but he can't sing at all. He, he tries to like harmonize, and he's like, "I love you, Bono!" Like he says that at one point for no reason, <laughs> and there's blood everywhere. Yeah, tarp. He oh, puts this, that in,
2: especially blood is splattering right splattering
1: now. Splattering okay. slow mo. There's tarps on the floor, and there is blood everywhere. And the crowd is laughing
2: because they're like, what up?" Yeah, they're like, this
0: is crazy. Like, this, I
2: finally like this song is what they're saying to themselves. Yeah. Never been used in a horror movie. Probably there's, not. There's no way that a U2 song has been used in a horror movie. And I think Bono would like it. it. Should be. One million dollars. Bono would like it. Yeah. One million, for $1 million, he would $1 million dollars. Yeah. For 10 seconds. One million dollars for 10 seconds. Oh, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> fit it in the budget. No, there, yeah. yeah,
1: there's no way. And they're I, I pitch it and they're like, hey, asshole. Yeah.
2: One million dollars. Yeah. 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 I um, like it. Yeah, I think that'd be good. Um
0: Who's there is it? I think uh, it's Mr. I think mine, Mr. Nix. Uh, okay. these both I can't I don't know which one I want to do more. But both of these are like perfect fucking like cheesy horror movie Halloweeny songs, but I think I'm going to go Monster Mash. But no, but like not too far from <laughs> But I'm like a more serious version. <laughs> Of it. This is by it's super uh, serious version. It's called "Rise Lazarus, Rise." Wow! Great, by great. Rufus Rex. And It's so good. <laughs> this is where the toys come to life. <laughs> yeah. Exactly.
2: Toys came to life. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Or the killer is like in a room full of child's toys, you yeah. know.
2: The merry-go-round has just come on, yeah, magically.
1: <laughs> I, here's what I think: I think
2: the stepmom,
1: the stepmom killed the kid, and the blood, the kid's soul is now inhabiting the toys because the mom lied about how the kid, the stepmom lied about how the kid died, yes. And the dad's heartbroken. Now the toys are coming alive to avenge the death of their creator, and they're murdering the stepmom now. Yeah.
0: Never so now she's this.
1: covered in toys that are biting her flesh. She ran down the hall to try to get away from the toys. It's like a million Chucky's.
2: Yeah. This is a late Chucky sequel. And the monkey with the symbols. <laughs> yeah. Now running down the yeah. hallway. When she finally dies, all that's left is
1: the
0: monkey with the symbols. Just like patting her head tick tick or the end of the scene is like the monkey's hitting the cymbals and then just blood splatters onto the monkey and he's just staring (laughs) but he's happy and it just fades out yeah yeah (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah.
1: exactly yeah exactly but yeah a song like this is just
0: so like It's just so like cartoony horror. It's 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 almost fun. It's like Danny Elfman wrote it. Yeah, yeah. These are all like this. I mean, there's tons of bands like this that do this sort of thing. They're all clearly Danny Elfman inspired, but they actually play real, like the music is good, but they're all like kind of Halloween bands in a way, but (laughs) they do it. They do it. They do it good, but that song is just like a great one to me, but you could just throw that in so many different horror movies like that. That's fantastic. Of that subgenre. It's fantastic. Yeah.
2: I am going to go back to my literal the uh, kids yeah. driving away from the evil car yeah. Uh and this is a, this is a, in the third act. Uh-huh. Uh, this is the big final chase scene okay. uh, that that's happening uh, on the outskirts of between needles and Barstow, right? <laughs> <laughs> We're down to the city yeah, yeah, Not just, not on I-40 But I like, like On like an old stretch Of Route Not 66. far from physics. I feel right. like my last song No I'm not gonna say it now But I yeah. feel like
0: my last song Could fit in your movie
2: I, 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 Then I can't wait Cause it,
0: it feels like It's like a 90's horror film Right Yeah
2: That's what I'm going I for I feel
0: like I feel like it can But go ahead do you, wanna, what, do
2: you wanna Oh I'll tell you what I'm gonna use on this scene Okay, because the I'm, movie's not over, right? Yeah, it's okay. Slayer. I'm going very literal. Oh, We're going to use War do. Ensemble yeah. <laughs> from the album Seasons it. in the Abyss oh, from Slayer. Because yeah. you
0: have to have Slayer in this kind of movie. God it, bless it, I Slayer. had to fight myself not to put Slayer here because I'm like, that's going to be expected of me. <laughs> right, so. but
2: sometimes the obvious choice is the best choice.
0: Yeah, all day. We're doing 95 on a freeway right now. <laughs> oh,
2: yeah. We're pushing that Toyota Corolla. The only Corolla. mistake
1: you make playing this song is starting it before your car is going. Because if you start this song before your car's is on, you're like, no, no, we have to wait till we're up to a speed.
2: I worked at Tower Records in Westwood when this album came out. Uh-huh. And it was very fun to play on the uh, house speakers. Why isn't there... I would like to watch... I'd like to watch someone make a separate documentary about female metal fans. No, they're real, man. That's what I mean. They're real. They are real. Uh, they are they real. You, you don't there don't were two from... girls at Iron Maiden right in front of me, because I was like three people from the front. Yeah. There were two girls in front of me that could have just destroyed me without breaking a sweat. I want to hear from them. I'll listen yeah. to that guitar. Yeah, this is, you know, this is like, the car's going to win. This yeah. is the scene <laughs> where you feel like, the car's going to win. They're not going to make it. <laughs> they're not going to make it back to civilization. No. War Ensemble. Yeah. Slayer, man. There you go. God That's bless. I can't hardcore. wait to hear what, what you're going to say, but let's, let's
1: go to Slayer. Hardcore. Oh, it's my turn. Yeah. yeah. Mine's not, mine's like the fun version of that. Yeah. But I, I think Andrew W.K. Party Hard would go great in a horror movie. Okay.
2: I Again, I feel like it's such a good idea that it has to be in a horror movie. But already. I bet you his licensing is relatively cheap, so I bet you the horror movie sucked. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, that it was probably like probably
1: scream, scream. seven. Yeah, <laughs> it, it would be that. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It was in a horror movie that it yeah. that it didn't deserve it.
2: And I think I mean it's one of the great absolute party songs. Thousand percent. Well, it's where the party goes wrong. It's no, it's where you the the party is happening. It's yeah. doing awesome. Yeah, and now things are about to go sideways. Yeah. Everyone's having a good no time. question. Everyone's well, this is also where the hot time. couple sneaks out of the party to start making out and they and leave the door ajar. <laughs> Boom. Yeah. I
0: feel like this also could be in at a concert or like a nightclub that's playing rock music and someone's being brutally murdered in the middle of everything. <laughs> oh, yeah. But no one's yeah. paying attention because they're no just having a good time. Yeah. And they hear the screaming and someone like turns around as they're dancing and goes, it's probably just someone rocking out. <laughs> yeah. And meanwhile, there's a puddle of blood forming. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Also, you get to have Andrew WK in the
1: movie. Yeah, he's definitely in the movie. He plays the janitor that like finds the body. Does he act? I feel he well, he's like a great public speaker. I guarantee he could act. In fact, he might have popped up on. I think he's becoming a thing. People like Tim and Eric want to use. Yeah, right. He's yeah. like that. Pull him into Tim and Eric world. Yeah, I, my, Max, my, our friend Max Greenfield, has been trying to get him on New Girl a lot. He pitches
2: Andrew WK. Can we f- please find a reason for Andrew WK to be on New? Because he just wants to meet him. I wonder if my friends Ethan and Adrian shut down that that pitch uh, in the room. I don't know, maybe. <laughs> I feel like actor pitches don't make it all the way to the room a lot yeah, of the time. You no. Know. <laughs> that's really funny. Yeah, it's funny.
1: But I for a while, I was like, "Yeah, you that Andrew W.K. That is, that's
2: for a great, an upbeat one. That that's a what set you piece. Think. That's a set piece. I could see that piece of music. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever the set piece. I happy, think it's a party opening. Absolutely.
1: Where you, yeah, everything, it's maybe the, it's early in the movie.
2: Oh yeah, well Ugh. the parents are out of town, the, the teens are having the party in the house. Jennifer Love Hewitt,
1: it's her house and she's worried the party's getting too oh, rowdy. Oh fuck yeah. She's
2: like, you can't use that bathroom.
0: And then right.
1: she's, you know, closes
0: the door. Yeah. Now mine is, um, sort of similar to like the bands that kind of do that Halloween news, but it's a little more serious. Um, and it's a band that made it big doing that kind of thing, but it's more, way more rock and roll. And I want you to tell me where it fits in your movie, in the car movie. Yeah, you you place it wherever you see fit. Um, here we go.
1: Right away, I think credits. <laughs> it feels like credits.
2: Well, this is on the soundtrack for—I mean—a million percent. Yeah, it's on the soundtrack. I mean, I I feel like this is a low point for the couple. Yeah, this is where the girl is being stretched between two semis. (laughs) Right. (laughs) She's some. She's and we're way out in the middle of the desert, and he—he basically. Oh yeah. Just to
0: out a little
2: bit. Has he ever directed a horror movie? No, I don't think so. He hasn't gone the Rob Zombie way. No, I don't
1: think he needs to. Yeah, the, was, I mean, I mean, he's too strong he, out
2: on fucking no, drugs. No, he is a horror movie. Yeah, he is a he is a horror movie. I mean, you can, you can. The, I, I feel like you're right with the end credits. I have an end credit song. My third song is an end credit song, right? Specifically. But that's like I mean That's after the first death That's after they witnessed The first death That's a
1: good first That's after the first death And
2: their first low point Yeah They're also responsible For the death Yeah That's
1: where they're in They realize This is point of no return Yeah Yeah When's that supposed to happen in a script? Like end of the first act, like
2: by page seven. I don't know. I I, mean, I hate all those rules. I hate them, so. Where's page my copy 20. of Save the Cat? Yeah, that's yeah. No comment. Um, <laughs> that
0: just drives me.
2: Well, another... I, admit, I don't. I didn't really see the midpoint turn in your script. <laughs> I'm like, Oh, Jesus, <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's another band where they have at least six or seven songs you could just plug and oh, play. Oh, full album, into, yeah, full, yeah, almost a full album. Yeah, you could you almost could do play full album. Portrait of an American Family. You could play that whole entire album. Yeah, no. I question. knew
1: a guy, and we were talking about I forget the musician's name, but it was one we. He has he has a few different names, I believe, it, uh, but one of the he was called Prefuse seventy three, and but he would do this thing where he would write songs to hypothetically score weird movies. So you'd pick a weird movie. Yeah. And then he would make music based on like how he would score that weird movie. And that's how he came up with like his music ideas So put some weird ass film and like come up with the songs he thought would come, would fit it. That's kind of
2: genius. Yeah. That was a smart way. Other people have done that too. That feels kind
1: of smart. Yeah. Yeah. You just score a weird thing. Yeah. No matter what it is, it could be like an episode of Too Close for Comfort. You're like, how would I put my weird music in this? I feel this? like
2: that's Mark Mothersbaugh and Danny Elfman. That's sort of yeah. what they're probably doing all day. Yeah. What's your My credits? third, my, my final, my closing, it's Megadeth because I'm going yeah. literal. It's <laughs> early night. It, uh, Megadeth, the specific song for the end credits. Um, I saw a great Megadeth T-shirt. Is today. in my darkest hour. I have a hour. great Megadeth T-shirt. Mm. In in my darkest hour, it's an old school Megadeth song. You know, uh, I think that she is the only survivor. He doesn't make it. <laughs> was he the is he the one who who killed the
1: kid? Really, because he was a little yeah, drunk.
2: Yeah, he he has to he has to pay the price. She was like, yeah. "Can yeah. we he take sacrifices Uber He sacrifices his life
0: to absolutely. save her because he's like, I'm the, "I'm the one who did it." Uh, d- I yeah. didn't even think about that yeah. Ding 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 <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah He redeems himself Right The writer's room Wait, What nice. did you want In my darkest hour In my darkest hour This is the end credits I was on Sony today There was a
1: crew guy That walked by and With a pretty sweet Megadeth t-shirt A concert shirt Yeah Yeah And I was like Hey dude <laughs> Poor Dave Mustaine So sad
2: This is just an old school Megadeth song Yeah when it kicks in and it starts doing the, the, the thing, the dun, da da dun da da dun There goes the Teamsters logo. No animals were harmed <laughs> in the making of this movie. Yeah, yeah. Second unit. Cinefilm. Literally 300 Japanese names that you can't pronounce. You don't <laughs> yeah. know what they do in the movie. Yeah, yeah. There's always that one crew guy with a nickname in
1: the middle. It's always like Dave Jumpy. He's a grip. He's like the key grip, but it's like Dave Jumpy Anderson. You're like, Jumpy, what the fuck? Who cares? Like, why do you get a nickname in there? Classic Megadeth. Yeah. You know, I'm going to say it right now. I think Metallica made a mistake by kicking him out. <laughs> I mean, when you. They hear... all
2: won in the end. They all but won. He was mad
1: about it for 20 years. I, well, I'm sure he's still mad about it because I, I I don't think Dave Mustaine is poor, but he doesn't have Metallica money. But you no. know why
0: he's mad at it? Because you can't think about Megadeth without thinking about Metallica. Yeah, right? or that's any right. of those bands. That's Slayer, right. even you go, yeah, but Metallica. Well, yeah, right. yeah. That's Metallica. Metallica that's is right. the boss. Yeah, but, but I Kings. think Metallica
1: would have been. I think they would have benefited from the kind of metal he ended up kind of doing with Megadeth. That would have been, if you add that feeling to some of Metallica, it would have been cool. Yeah, I agree. But, you know. Too many alphas in one band. A lot of alphas in that A band. A lot of alphas. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine being in that, those like the couple weeks before they kicked him out?
2: <laughs> yeah. No, James, Lars, and and and, yeah.
0: and Dave, they would have killed each other. Yeah.
2: And the alcoholism would have been even more
0: severe. Yeah. Then it. Yeah. It How was. are you too fucked up to be in Metallica? <laughs> yeah, you You, know? got like, you what were too drunk f- to stay in fuck. Metallica. God, it's just it's such the classic mistake. The you don't is-
2: realize you don't have the vision to understand what your potential truly is. Yeah. yeah. You're just like it's. You're just we're like we're partying. just partying. Come yeah, on. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Quit being you got a pussy. Don't be a baby. <laughs> you got kicked out of the band whose
1: nickname was Alcoholica for being too much of a drunk. Yeah. Right.
2: That's insane. I know, dude. but you know, know. he's <laughs> basically a solo artist in a way. Yeah, yeah. You don't know anyone else's name of Megadeth. No, no, it's him. So in my darkest hour, Megadeth, they made my. Favorite. I hope he's doing art. I hope he. did I all think right. he's doing totally fine. Did he Good. die? No, no.
1: He got. He says some odd right wing things
2: every once in a while. Yeah, every once in a while,
1: he'll say some things where you're like, ah, now I don't want a shirt as much. <laughs> right. Yeah,
2: but yeah,
1: he gets into the. He's not like full Ted Nugent. But he lives. He dips his toe. He dips his toe in the Ted Nugent viewpoint. Yeah. I wouldn't have a
2: problem with Donald Trump.
1: Yeah, he says things like that. Like, I think he's a gun dude. But how yeah. are you and Megan? Like and all, those yeah, all those
0: guys are gun. If you love metal, you love shooting stuff. Like that's a, right. A lot of those metal guys are like a little more conservative than they look. You yeah. Know? Or their well, music I think once you start making
2: it. so much money. And then you, you get mad about how much I think you're you giving also away get a lot to the of government.
1: Al- you get a lot of alpha male fans. Yeah, You probably make a lot of friends a lot of military dudes that tell you how much they love you. Well, they you just... start to take on their cause, and you're like, hey, almost wrong but book, they all have like or... a
0: weird, kind of angry libertarian thing, you know? No question. But they're like, fuck yeah, the no government. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, songs about no it. No question. Yeah. Yeah. So then yeah. just, the older they get, they just they end up leaning more. I don't want the right. someone telling me what to do ever. Yeah, you yeah. live on a ranch. Yeah. I yeah. don't want someone to tell me to play more than three chords in my band. That's why it's like when you
2: hear like Neil Young talk, you're like, oh, thank God. You yeah. know what I mean? Because sometimes those guys can also come out a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he went both
0: ways. Right. Like he went very liberal to yeah. like a fucking like Reagan champion. Back and then to he, being and he swung liberal. back. It's like that's his fucking jam, though, where you just don't know what he's doing or thinking. No one knows. But he went super right wing for a while. I didn't
1: know that. Yeah. Huh.
0: Yeah, he put albums out where he was, where people were like, "Yikes, what's Neil doing?" But it was during that period where no one cared about Neil Young for a while. Um, <laughs> and so it's like, it's like, yeah, you picked a good time to go conservative. It's no like one cares Bob about Bob Dylan's Hawks Jesus phase. And... You're like, yeah, what is yeah. this? <laughs> yeah. Where you're like, why is this happening? Did you
1: just say Light of Christ? Oh I God! <laughs> yes, he did. Yes,
0: he did. Did you have a third? Are we done? I think no. Andrew WK three. was my third. Yeah, I did three. You did three. You did three. I did three. Yeah. We wrapped we it, it up. Yeah, yeah, with about 10, 12 minutes to spare. We did it. We did it. Good fucking deal. Well, this was fun. I love that you came up with movies. It, it made it even more fun because we're like, where does this go in the fictional movie? That what made the Wes Anderson one so fun.
2: That that was the only way to do it. Yeah. yeah. That it was, was, a, great it. It was well, a great idea. It was a great idea. Well, I appreciate idea. that, and I appreciate the fact that you... We'll turn off a Wes Anderson movie and move on to something better, <laughs> right. and not stick with it. I think we should. I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep that in mind. The next time I want to bail on a movie, because I'll go. To you're the allowed end. to bail. Yeah, you're allowed to bail. The yeah. one thing I take from today, you're allowed to bail. You're allowed, you're allowed to, to bail. bail on things. But I, this, if
0: anything, made me want to go back and be like, maybe I'll give one another one of them a chance or something that people go. No, one. this one's. good. I thought the
1: kid one was good. The kid one? The one, the, uh, the kid one. Moonlight, whatever. What? Oh, moon, uh, moon, Moonrise? Yeah. Moonrise Kingdom. Moonrise Kingdom. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I liked right. that one.
2: Though, if you hate the art department aesthetic, that'll drive you bananas. See, I, oh. I,
1: I mean, it is. That one, aesthetically, is so on the nose. Where you're like, come on. Yeah, relax. But it is also beautiful. Right. Budapest, that one. Budapest. But he built twice. In. It's too. <sighs> the thing about Budapest. Budapest is too aesthetic, even for me. Mm. Whereas... The, uh, the, the Moonrise Kingdom, since there's so much of it takes place like outdoors, right? It, it you get it tempered. It's not all set. Was, set. It's so just a cemetery. If, symmetry it, if is it's broken
0: up a little fat, I'm just. I was like, enough of like doors opening and someone standing in them. <laughs> that I
1: guy get loves it. an elevator. Dear God, Wes Anderson loves an elevator. You think he could direct
2: someone else's script? I okay, know yeah. that he's kind of written sometimes with other people. I think he could. Like no, Bombac. They've yeah. collaborated, but I think, he's a talented he given it. a script. Yeah, to do. Do you think he I could would do love
0: it? to see what he would do with like a, a superhero movie? Well, think about the or way something way out there. They
1: honestly, and at this a point, there film. are so many superhero movies. They should let him do one. It'd be different and and cool. But if you bottle rocket. Has, it there's not there's very little of that
2: West like that was real bad. yeah right it's just a cool movie a super Right, movie but those guys they been. were like Bros making a movie yeah like learning how to do it for the first time yeah and, and yeah. the Wilson Brothers like to me like that, yeah. it's like a team yeah that was more of a team effort than yeah. the later like I'm in charge yeah yeah because like, those guys were so insane in that movie. Yeah. So good. Even
1: so good. Even Rushmore isn't so heavily... It's it's Royal Tannenbaum's where it starts to get like... That's where the specificity... Because like, you two grown-ups sleep in a tent? Like, what's going on here? Yeah. Like,
2: why are you guys in a tent? Like, how tiny is that record player? Saturday Night Live yeah. did a good parody of Wes Anderson with uh-huh. a horror movie. They did Wes Anderson's... I don't think it was a literal... Like Halloween or whatever, but it was like it was that it was the, that was the shtick. Yeah, it was a right, horror movie right. that he directed. Yeah, and right It was it was really well done. One of the best things they've done in a few years. That's one
1: I'll look up. I'll look that one up. I want to rewatch the F- F- Mr. Fox movie. Yeah, I, I remember it. that one being
2: good. I didn't like.
1: I like watched it and didn't. like I think I need to watch it again. But like, I did like it. I want to watch it again. Mm-hmm. Well we good job. job. Thank you. Yeah. Thank yeah. you so Thanks
0: much for, for having, having me back. back. Thanks for being an um, an incredible guest who's comes prepared. Podcast Ringer. That's what I call yeah. you. I appreciate yeah. it. More this than is is you know. your third time?
2: This is my third time. Yeah, I'm so honored.
0: He's catching who is I'm he catching so you up? You're catching up to Jerry, Jerry. Ferrara. Teeb, I think, is at four or five. Yeah. He's about to be on again to do one of these. Love it. Yeah. So he's yeah. Yeah, he's 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 in the lead. But, but the you are have been on the most times in the shortest amount of time. Almost a calendar year. I think three
2: times a year. Yeah, which is year. like, that's Quarterly. impressive. Yeah, no that's impressive. That. I'm honored. Let's that's like all I can say, I'm honored. For a, a non-stand-up, non-actor person, yeah. I, I appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I appreciate it. Yeah. yeah. Good job. I hope to employ both of you someday. <laughs> it would be my, my fondest.
1: Yeah.
0: Truly. We would take that job. I, I hope so. <laughs> uh, and we will see you back on the show again, for Sure. You have anything to say to that? Thank you. Because you were about to and then you put the (laughs) mic down. I was like, I'll let you. (laughs) Okay, we'll see you guys next week.